Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Podcast for the working cowboy. Well, howdy there, daylight burners. Happy Friday. It, it is actually Friday as I'm recording this. So uh live streaming for 
Anybody on? Probably not. Wait. Um, I'm just going to say nobody's on because it makes me look better because it's late. Not that nobody's listening. Anyhow, um, man, what a... Uh, I know I've said this so many freaking times. I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing of it, but uh, like, what a just a weird, but also just fucking fantastic time to le- to to be alive, to just be witnessing shit happen <laughs> as it happens. It's uh, I mean, man. I uh I can imagine it was kind of like the like the people in uh in World War II when you could get the the news back and forth within hours uh possibly di- uh you know possibly minutes uh depending on where you were but also it it would take sometimes it would take months to get get the news out to you where now just like you can find out what the fuck's going on instantaneously. Just no, no matter where you're at. And like, man, it, it just, it is wild. Like how different we are from 1922, but how fucking similar we, we are to 1922. It, it is, uh, it's just it's really really funny how uh, how how shit has happened um you know growing up where i did grew up in the very southeast corner of colorado uh i i went to elementary school in campo colorado uh i went to uh where i spent not quite a year in Springfield, Colorado, and then uh, and then I finished out my my public well, I guess my uh, my elementary and uh, junior and senior high school at Walsh, Colorado, all all within Back County, Colorado, the the, the most southeast uh, county in the state of Colorado, and uh, depending on where where I was living at the time, I, I grew up uh, anywhere from eight miles to now about 40 miles uh, <clears throat> north of the Oklahoma border and anywhere from about 15 to eh, 40 miles uh, west of the the Kansas line. And basically what was described as the center of, uh, of the Dust Bowl. Uh, it, was, it was either... Back County, Colorado, or uh, Cimarron County, um, Oklahoma, or Dallum County, Texas. Just so Dalhart, Texas, Boy City, Oklahoma, or um, either Springfield or Walsh or or Campo, Colorado. Um, and like my my grand my grandparents lived through it. Um, my my folks were born right as they were coming out of the Dust Bowl and <laughs> like it it just made a huge impression on on uh, several generations of, of people that lived in that area and um 
it, it just it's kind of funny um how how it's it's played out i've talked i've talked about it many times how uh like the the rural flight deal where like i, I i'm a, i'm a perfect example where i'm several generations uh tied to back county colorado but i just i don't see myself moving back there there's not much for me and <clears throat> it, it it's it's kind of uh it's kind of a depressing story when you when you find out how everybody got there in the first place and and then just watching it ebb and flow and yeah uh, i i don't know how many times we have that history has to repeat itself before we we ever learn anything i don't know if we ever actually do learn anything but um anyhow i i the great depression was um we're we're coming up on on the 100 year anniversary of uh uh i think it was Bla- it was a black tuesday uh it was october 29th um i think or maybe it was october something 1929 Anyway, whenever the the stock market crashed, put an end to the roaring twenties. Um, I'm waiting for the roaring twenties. Um, I'm I'm thinking it might have been the roaring teens. Um, I don't know. Like like I said, um, and I named this this. Uh, and I think it's kind of a good fitting title for for a series, but history rhymes, and. Uh, you know, taken from the Mark Mark Twain quote where history doesn't repeat itself, but it surely rhymes. Uh, there, there's so many similarities between now and in the 1920s, but also the 1930s, but also like the 1900s and 1910s. Um, there, there's a lot of, a lot of things at play that remind me of, of each one of those, those different decades. Um, so yeah, well, well, it's not exactly like the 1920s, um, but we are still, um, clinging on to the, the pandemic. I mean, there, I think we hit, we hit the, the million people died mark, uh, is what we commemorated or something. And, um, seems like every now and then, um, even though the, the whole COVID thing is just, everybody's completely over it for the most part they'll still throw one out every now and then just to like test the waters and be like hey a million people died and if a bunch of people get upset about it and then be like all right we can put the mask back on but nobody really seems to give a shit so they're just like hey yeah remember never forget solidarity and uh but anyway we we haven't ever really come out of uh that pand- pandemic deal yet, which you know the the Spanish flu started in 1918, and uh, you know right at right at the tail end of uh, <coughs> World War One, which was devastating enough, and then you get a pandemic, and also you had income tax and central banks and. Uh, well, by, by central banks, I mean the Federal Reserve, which, uh, you know, people give Ron Paul a hard time about harping on uh, on the Federal Reserve, but 
it it's so tied into how everything has has taken place within the last century or so since since it uh came came to pass in 19, 1917 and i should really do an episode trying in my best uh way to explain it because it is it is it's it's complicated but it's complicated because it's supposed to be complicated and um when when you break down ex- actually what it does it doesn't make that much sense so they make it more complicated so complicated means it's uh you know i mean it must work if it, if it took people that that long to, to formulate all this shit to to make it work it must work right but it, it actually it doesn't but anyhow we'll uh, that that'll be a, a topic for another day um but anyway, like going into the 1920s, like we're they they hit a, a pretty big depression. Um, so a recession is one quarter of uh, of downward GDP growth, uh, and a and a uh, depression is three consecutive quarters of uh, downward uh, economic growth. Um, so how they didn't really call the a pandemic a a depression because we were locked down for basically three quarters uh before they finally kind of like there was there was a handful of states here and there but like nationwide really um lockdowns ended about three months after uh they they shut down um i mean about three quarters so nine months maybe 10 months i think it like january shit kind of started opening um nationwide but somehow that didn't get described as a depression like how they they ran the numbers and, and said like the the economy did not um shrink for three downward gdp growth if if i if, let me well let's let's look it up let's look it up i've been saying for a while like i think we're in the middle of a depression we just don't know it yet <laughs> um the hoover bills of the the 1930s uh compared to the tent cities in in your big uh urban areas today um there's quite a little bit of difference but they're still there and i don't know i there there might might be something there so what was i what was i looking up um oh yeah the the I don't remember. <laughs> Based that one. Um, regardless, we. Oh, oh yeah, the de- definition of uh, depression. That's that's what we were looking for. Um, economic depression. I think. 
think that's three consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Um, financial turmoil. Um, all right, we economic depression is an occurrence where an economy is in a state of financial turmoil, often the result of a period of negative activity based on the country's uh, GDP rate. It is a lot worse than a recession with GDP failing significantly and usually lasts for many years. In the U.S., the Great Depression lasted for a decade. Unemployment rate reaching 25% and wages falling by 42%. Um, okay. So, causes of an economic depression, be it stock market crash, uh, decrease in manufacturing orders, control of prices and wages, deflation, uh, oil price hikes, loss of consumer confidence, and uh, signs of an upcoming uh, uh, depression, worsening, in, uh, worsening unemployment rate, rising inflation. Uh, declining property sales, uh, increasing credit card debt defaults, and uh, what they say. Uh, this is from corporate uh, finance From they say ways to prevent another economic depression is expansionary monetary policy. Expansionary monetary policy. Involves cutting interest rates to incur. Oh my word! Yeah, well, we're at we were at zero rates for a long time, so can't really cut much more than that. Um, to encourage investment and borrowing, expansionary fiscal policy, increasing government spend. This is a left wing rag. Uh, financial stability involves the government guaranteeing bank deposits. Uh. The credibility of the bank. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, I've been listening to the worst hard time. I have it in book form. Uh, go to you now. The worst hard time by Timothy Egan, where I've been doing, uh, or gleaning a bunch of my research here. Um, and, and also just like I said, like I grew up a generation removed from dust bowl and like it, it made a, such a huge impact on people's lives. The depression and the dust bowl. Like, I mean, the dust bowl, you know, like, compounded uh the depression but also the depression like compounded the dust bowl and it was like it was just a self-licking ice cream cone of 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 sorts that like how shit happened um i I was having a discussion with uh with my new uh pen writer today and <laughs> of of how the dust bowl is really 
from what I can I can recall, and and if I'm wrong, please correct me. This is the only instance in in recorded history where mankind has eh, maybe maybe some of the the nuclear deals, but this this is like the first time like on a widespread scale where mankind has had an impact on the climate. I don't think they changed it. I think they exacerbated it. I, I, I honestly don't think mankind is... I hope hope not. I don't think mankind is capable uh, of changing the climate. But when, when you take the confluence of events where the, the government uh, tried to, to settle the, the Great Plains, and, and not only did they try to settle the Great Plains, uh, we, we had World War I happening, and so they tried to like rapidly increase the, the settling of the Great Plains, and they also wanted all this, all this uh, short grass prairie to be plowed up and planted the wheat because, uh, because of the war, World War I in Europe and uh, <laughs> once again it was Russia and Ukraine uh, having problems with their, their wheat supply which uh, feeds most of Europe um, so we, we spread out we, we, uh, we settled places that, uh, that were nothing but grasslands before we plowed up plowed them up and uh, you know whether it be the government or railroad companies, they promised the the rain would follow the plow. And it so happens that it was kind of a good year at that point. There was, there was old timers uh, and cowboys saying like, Hey, you shouldn't do that. Uh, This isn't farm, farm country. Uh, Not going to end up good, but uh, they did it anyways. And, and so much so like people were speculating on, uh, on land, the, they they would come in for a weekend and plant, uh, you know, a couple, couple quarters uh, of dryland wheat, and then they would just head back to Chicago or wherever the fuck they were from. And uh, and it was just, it was the boom, just uh, it was a boondoggle, just uh, <clears throat> um, but oh, just like like when the, the cattle market gets high and you you get a couple couple three years uh in a row of good cattle markets and everybody and and their and their dog wants to be a rancher and a cattle baron at some point and then you know as soon as the the market squeezes back down uh, ooh, you know they they get out real quick but it wasn't just uh just that but it was uh i mean it was it was kind of how everything was at the time you know like people speculating on on wall street they were they were in and out or they were in and then they would lose everything. Like they're still in, but the, the company, they, they own plenty of stocks in this company, but it, it, uh, that company no, no longer exists anymore. Or same, same thing when they, they'd go plant, plant 160 acres. And, uh, and then when this, this drought hit and, you know, I think they said something like 300 million acres uh, of the Great Plains got plowed under, uh, planted to wheat or whatever crop it was. But natural grasslands, some of the 
some of the biggest grasslands in the world all gets plowed under within like a 20 year period. And while, while the, while the rain falls, you know, it's, it's pretty good farm ground, but if it don't, and it's prone to not to be in the, be in the prairie, it's prone to be dry. Just how, how the world works. And also it's windy all the freaking time. And then that, it just, we weren't ready for, <laughs> for, for a, a dry, windy spell on the plains with no, no cover at all. Like with nothing to hold the dirt down. And so the dirt just fucking blew. I was, I'm, I was saying in the worst hard times, I, and I, I've, I've heard depression story after depression story, but I, I don't recall hearing anything like this. Uh, but people used to just drag a chain behind their vehicle. They'd, they'd um, hook a chain to to their ax, their rear axle, or something, or their bumper, uh, because those those dust storms that blew through had so much static electricity that it would just short out the the electrical system on on a guy's car. So you had to had to drag a chain to to ground your vehicle uh, in case one of those northern or the, those dusters blew through, and it's 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 fucking insane, and to think that humans actually played a, a pretty significant in uh, a part of of the. The climate for for a decade uh, before before it finally kind of started to rain, but I mean it was like eight years in in the Dust Bowl part of the world where where it just didn't fucking rain like eight years in a row, just no rain, no rain. Or when it did rain, it uh, it it rained too hard for it to soak in, and it all ran off, and and there wasn't nothing to catch it anymore because it all been plowed under. And like, was that drought bound to happen? Yeah. Anybody who had lived on the plains at that, uh, for, for more than 10 years at that point would tell you that like, yeah, it's bound to be dry. Uh, and then when, when it's dry like that, the wind's going to really blow. But if, as long as you have some, some grass in the ground, like it'll, it'll keep the dirt from blowing. It's not going to, not going to grow a crop, but it's uh, the grass will be there because it's got good, good deep roots. <laughs> and, and they plowed that all up. And yeah, so, so that, uh, that dry period was bound to come. It always does. But when it did, like, yeah, the rest, the rest, the people weren't ready for it. The, the people that, that caused it to happen, that they weren't ready for it. Uh, and, how could they be? <laughs> they didn't know it was going to happen. Um, I mean, there was, there were people warning about how, how the dirt was going to blow, but like nobody had a clue how bad that was going to be. And essentially it was all it, like, it kind of started before world war one, but it got ramped up to the 10th degree because of, uh, food shortages in Europe 
uh, during World War One, and we uh, we we had to get into World War Two to to fully pull us out of the the economic depression caused from that boom bust deal, and oof. We we had a decade uh, worth of government programs trying to uh, restart the the economy, which was was done with good intentions, but all it did was prolong uh, the depression. And it it took World War Two before we fully <coughs> pulled on pulled on out of it, and and. After after 2020, like I I don't know how you don't call um 2020 like the beginning of like the new Great Depression. I I don't know how they're figuring their numbers. Uh, and and unless they're just really like flirting around the edges, or I just don't understand like the true definition of a depression, but. If I remember right, it was three quarters in a row, and we went March, March to uh, the end of 2020 without. I maybe maybe we we gained a little bit back in in the fall months, but I don't know. I just I feel like we're right on the on the edge of that. If, if we're not already in it, looking at at some of these. Uh, some of these homeless camps where they, they, they have a shocking um, kind of similarity to, to the Hoovervilles of, of the thirties. And uh, I don't know. And now like we're, we're ramping up this deal with Ukraine and it feels, it just feels so fucking similar, but the, like I was talking with Jen the other day. If we do get into war in Ukraine, that that'll that will almost certainly have to have to bring back the draft to bring to just have the sheer amount of troops that it would take to fight a, a land war in in Europe. Um, but before that, even like the the funny part is like. I, I was talking with with Casey Howell, who uh, you know the guy just uh, he, he's still recovering from a bad horse wreck, but you know he's been on the on the show before, a buddy of mine, and and I was talking about how uh, oh we we were just talking about cowboying and and whatnot, and how if if I didn't have wife and kids. I, I would probably be out on a wagon or doing a camp job somewhere. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be um, working at a feedlot, but now like looking at the economics stuff, I'm ab- in, in about as good of a spot as I can be. Should uh, everything just hit the fan? Because at some point, uh, uh, the demand for beef will be there <laughs> pretty much always. Uh, it might might drop considerably depending on on how poor people get and and how fast uh they get poor um but that that's uh when it comes to to uh 
industries that are kind of recession proof. Um, the growing of food is one of those. Uh, and, and then my wife is in education, which is also, uh, pretty recession proof. And then I, with this podcast, uh, the entertainment industry for whatever reason is, uh, is pretty recession proof. So like of, of the three things that we got going on, like, I think we'll, we'll be okay. Like, does that mean we're going to be rich? Probably not. Almost certainly not. But I, I think we'll, we'll be able to get by. Uh, but this, this depression coming up is going to be the most bougie, uh, depression of all time. Like every freaking hobo that's on the train, uh, looking for jobs is going to have his parents paying for his cell phone bill and he's going to be able to live tweet it <laughs> as he's fucking riding on the top of a, of a tanker, you know, tanker train tanker car or something like that. It's, uh, like I think we're we're gonna see a whole lot of uh like nomadic behavior and um I was talking with, with Casey, I said like till I can I can make enough money from the podcast where I don't have to worry about uh you know, my my income from, from my job, then it's uh it's a living quarters trailer and we're just gonna go full on gypsy lifestyle. And, uh, and I think there's going to be a ton of people like that around the U S. Um, and, but I also wonder, like, are we going to have the big dust storms? Like we've had wind, like you wouldn't believe unless you live through the dust bowl. Uh, but it's, it's been, seems like it's been a lot more widespread than it was back those in those days. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just not reading the right accounts, uh, of it just blowing like a son of a bitch, uh, out here, you know, in the Western United States. But, um, it's, it's pretty damn dry everywhere. And it's, it's shaping up to be something, something pretty serious. You've got, this uh this huge fight with the packers between the packers and the ranchers brewing uh you've got war in russia and uh like we're just escalating that up but at the same time we <laughs> we were worried about nonsense like we were glued to the to either the television screen or your phone screen with uh Will Smith getting you know slapping the shit out of Chris Rock, we've got Johnny Depp and his uh crazy ex-wife uh telling their entire life uh under oath on camera. And we we've got just a flood of migrants uh coming across the southern border which nothing against them. They most of them vast majority of them just looking for, for work. And, um, yeah. So now like our, our modern day white hobos have got some serious, like stiff competition. And, and even, even the black folks have got some serious competition, uh, with, with all these, these migrants coming up from, from Mexico and central America. And, uh, 
like like how's that going to play out when when the economy just takes a shit for good you know like goes full depression mode um like how you know because if uh, once once it happens in the u.s that's going to trigger it or worldwide and uh so like how how's that how's that going to work when we have the just millions upon millions hundreds of millions of incredibly poor people uh there's 25 percent unemployment rate during the 30s during the great depression 25 percent. so they they estimate 350 million about uh say half of that is like your working population or like your voting population so you know, say 100, 175 million people. Um, and then a quarter of those are, are out of work. Like, like that's your working population and, and a quarter of that. So would that be, be roughly, uh, 75 divided by four with the 15, two and a half, It'd be like just roughly twenty percent or uh I'd be twenty hundred and seventy five so it'd be twenty five million. Um then like another twenty on top of that. Uh so forty five million people just unemployed. Uh and no hope of a job that, that that was another thing is not not only were they unemployed but just like no hope of anything going on and so back then they they had some, some like tangible skills that uh that they could use to them to make a living you know most people could could harvest a crop they could uh they could do something they could run a shovel now like shit the like the trans generation you can't ask them to do anything without uh risking a lawsuit or uh protest on your front lawn and uh my my god like can you imagine the meltdown uh when there's just no no cushy jobs to be had or or like the Soros Foundation just stops paying people to protest. My word. That I think that might be when we we reach peak outrage. I've been wondering, I've been talking about it for a while, like how how are they at peak outrage all the time? I think I think when all the shit dries up and you know, you, you've got purple hair. You're a disgusting human being with radical uh, worldviews that virtually nobody agrees with. Um, but all of a sudden, like you're not in the news anymore and nobody sympathizes with you and nobody pays you to be a fucking freak anymore because they just they they're they're tightening the belt because the economy's in the shitter and um uh, and even George Soros is like, nah, we'll have to we'll have to wait till this passes over and uh and regroup. But 
for now, sorry, Tranny. Like we're we're not can't we can't do it anymore. Like we're just gonna we're gonna call we're gonna let you go. Like I think that's when we we hit peak outrage. And I, I just wonder, like, w- do we have a like a reverse Oki migration? You know, during during the 30s, we had a, a bunch of like particularly like sharecropper types from from eastern Oklahoma that moved to California and some of them got turned back. Um, but it led it led to the, the these migrant camps, the, these Hoovervilles. Um now are we gonna see like a huge uh migration from California back to like Oklahoma and Texas and Arkansas? I mean it's possible. Uh we we kind of saw that already, but it wasn't for wasn't people really looking for work. They were looking to get out of California. Um it'll be really interesting to see where people go to work. Are they gonna go back to California to work in tech? I I, I honestly I don't know. And <laughs> like how how's the, the new Oki migration gonna go? Is it gonna be a reverse Oki migration? Um or or like even more people gonna move to California? Uh where are the people from coming up from Mexico and Central America and South America, like where are they gonna go? Where where are they gonna get like shipped off to? Because you know that's they're just doing that nowadays, just taking people from the border and uh giving them a notice to appear and then just like shipping them off somewhere. Somewhere. Um Uncle Joe knows, but um I'm not privy to that information, but they go somewhere and uh like, are, are we going to just see an uh, an ever increasing stream of that coming up? Um, I don't know. Like, it's all shaping up to be another another grapes of wrath type situation. But it like it's going to be bougie as fuck. Like, there's going to be hobos with like espresso kits, and you know, like and like really really high dollar coffee um, making their way around to, uh, you know, may- maybe they're going to the, the Oasis in the Midwest for, for abortions, you know, there's uh, like a lovely place where you don't have to worry about having to keep your own baby. You can just end it in style. Oasis, Oasis of baby killing. Um, like it, do do we have a just a stream of people heading into Chicago? Um, you know, you had the we've had this you know throughout the years. You had the jalopy in uh, in the thirties with uh, like the grapes of wrath style. You had the the VW van in the sixties with with the hippies, and now like, uh, is it they gonna have like one of it may be Elon's uh like Tesla truck. What it was it called? The Cybertruck? Maybe the Cybertruck will be like the new like vehicle of choice for uh for vagrants. I, I like I don't know. 
Uh, but I, I'm kind of, like I said, I think I'm set up well enough or about as, about as well as you can be without being a billionaire. Uh, I'm, I'm set up well enough to be okay. Should shit hit the fan and just kind of be able to ride it out and, uh, and make do. But if you're not one of those people, like is, is the cyber truck going to be the, the jalopy of, of the 2020s? I, I don't know. Um, and where are they going to go? Uh, but what are they going to do? Uh, are we going to get some good music out of this? We definitely going to get some good content. Uh, but one of the things that's really been lacking out of the, the struggle and strife and turmoil over the past 10 years or so has been like protest music. The sixties and seventies, uh, epic, epic for music. And yeah, we're, we're kind of lacking there. Um, the meme game has been out of control, but like we could use some good music, uh, that's fitting for the times. And, um, I think I might play. No, I will because I will be in Denver at Red Rocks. I guess Morrison, Colorado. Red Rocks on Sunday, and I will be watching the Turnpike fucking Troubadours play their little hearts out. And uh, it's one of, one of the bands that that me and my wife have loved ever since we got together. And I, even though I'm a Colorado native, I've never been to Red Rocks and. Couldn't think of a better time to go see a show than one of Turnpike's first shows back together. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to end this show with uh, with their song 1968. Even though uh, it's not a real uh, depression, uh, Great Depression era song. But it, it just describes a ton of the turmoil and shit going on. And I I don't know. I, I'm really, really kind of nervous about, about where where shit goes from here. Um, uh, like I'm not real nervous about surviving. I said, I'll, I think we'll, I think we'll survive. But what what we got coming after after this is, is what what's really got me worried. Uh, do do we? bring it back towards like uh, the country was was founded and uh, have a more hands-off approach from the federal government or we just go even further into authoritarianism and I'm, I'm really afraid it's going to be the latter and you know I just oh it's, a, it's an interesting time I've, I've watched um watched a, a ton of events throughout history and how they played out and hey this this one's kind of going right along it's uh it's a different tune but same same type of shit uh economic unrest uh you got wars uh somewhere else and uh you're about to have a bunch of really pissed off people on your hands so you throw them a bone or you throw them a distraction, and uh, when when you throw them a bone, you throw them a bone until the until it doesn't work, and then yeah, that's when you got to distract them with something big. And uh, usually that's that's a war, and we're shaping up to be heading into war, and 
ah, that's just not a good thing for anybody, but uh there there is also yeah uh what what did uh stock market ended up down again today um I don't know what the, the overall the market was, but no, well, I guess I guess it it was kind of steady today, but yeah, uh, we're 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 gonna have a we're gonna have a crash at some point, and I, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but it's it's just uh, boy, boy, if you if you can't look uh look back and see just uh ton of parallels uh like you're not looking you're not looking very hard at all uh they're they're just so so much shit that that the parallels and i'm just i'm just here to see how people react um and and now i mean just just think if uh, people had a gopro camera back in the 30s how much epic content you would have you would have got a hold of like if they would have had snapchat back in back in the 30s uh that and instagram and twitter and that would have been incredible but i think we're headed that way so i can't wait can't fucking wait for that i mean it's gonna it's gonna suck probably probably gonna suck really hard but there's a chance where like you get some really really epic shit you can experience some really epic shit too and uh yeah then there also might be a chance to make some money on it to show people just how how dumb we were during the great bougie recession of the the 2020s that's what i'm that's what i'm predicting it's, it's going to be uh it's going to be a great depression it's going to be bougie as fuck and uh yeah, if we do go to war, I do look forward to seeing a whole bunch of non-binary people with with purple hair or, or blue hair or green hair uh, just crying, sobbing uncontrollably as they get their heads shaved and they're handed a rifle. Because um, that, I, I think that's probably what's going to happen if we, if we end up uh, with... Uh, with a ground war in Europe. And um yeah, the content will be fan fucking tastic. I can't wait. Um the rest of it I'm not all that excited about. Um so anyhow, um take care take care of your own shit. That's about all you can do in this old world. Um hope you guys have a great weekend. I know I'm going to, like I said, going Red Rocks gonna see fucking turnpike troubadours and everybody else that's not gonna be able to see them you can suck it i'm gonna have a good time my wife's gonna have a good time and um i'll have uh have an episode on monday with uh rancher ryan he's uh on instagram he's uh he's a rancher uh out of uh southern idaho uh North, northern nevada up in the up near elko county anyway it's a good uh good conversation with him that'll be up monday morning for uh for the main feed i'll i'll try to get that out on probably saturday for, for the patreon folks but 
anyhow, um, I hope you all have a good weekend. Um, stay safe out there and uh, start start preparing. Start getting that uh, Great Depression mindset where nothing goes to waste. Probably going to need it here before too long. Anyhow, um, thanks for tuning in. And uh, like I said, have a good weekend and One, move your ass. Burning daylight. Like a dark-haired girl in a Cadillac A main street of an old forgotten town And sunlight shines and fine white lines On weathered stores with open signs They may as well just close them down And you look like 1968 Or was it 69? in rises in the moon.